and here we go, episode 27 of Nothing to Say to Fans podcast. First and foremost, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yesterday was Thanksgiving, and by the time this gets released, it'll have been two days ago. So happy belated Thanksgiving to everybody. Hope you all had a wonderful time, either with your friends, family, or doing whatever the heck. Sam, happy Thanksgiving, or happy late Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you, Jason. You know what I'm thankful for? Um, your friendship. Oh, well, thank you. I was not expecting that. (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting some sort of joke. No. All right, well, um, you get a pat on the back. Right, let's, let's get this. Let's get this. Come, no. on. Come on. Come on, Jason. Um, I'm thankful for the uh, the the correct pick, starting off the uh, the week one and zero oh in our nine game difference pick this week. Because week thirteen we went different on nine games, and so which, far I'm which I'm game starting did you off go one. For now? Saints Falcons. You chose the Falcons for whatever reason, dude. They were so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, Dan Quinn. <laughs> For all the flack that Jason Garrett is getting for being an X's and O's guy and just clapping, they they would give up a touchdown and Dan Quinn is clapping to his team and is like, "Come on, guys!" and clap. It was like, "What the heck? This guy has no authority on his team, and he is just there to probably just finish up the season and then they'll fire him." He might be a lame duck head coach right now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And Matt Ryan, he didn't have Julio, which was surprising. Didn't see that coming, but he looked lost. They that their team looked real bad, and somehow that game came down to an onside kick, which uh, Young Ho Ku, best onside kicker of all time, three <laughs> successful onside kicks. Yeah, that that was. I think that was a record. I've never seen one successful onside kick in a game. That's a lot. I saw three. He, they had one that was successful, and then they called it back because somehow they called uh, one of the one guy on the kicking team for offsides. They redid it, and they still got it. Hey, you know what? The Saints have a history of uh, successful onside kicks. Remember the the Super Bowl against the Colts? There you go. It's in their nature. Well, they, they gave it up because Alvin Kamara did not want anything to do with recovering an onside kick. <laughs> yeah. And can we get some love to uh, Taysom Hill? MVP? He, I think oh, he's, my gosh. he's my MVP frontrunner. Oh, my gosh, dude. He has the best job in, like, all of sports. Like, New Orleans is just like, hey, Taysom, we need you. Uh, we need you to throw a pass. All right, cool. I'm there. And he's good at that. All right, hey, Taysom, we need you to rush. All right, cool. I'll give you two carries for 33 yards and one touchdown. Fantastic. Hey, do we need you to go catch a pass? All right, cool. I got two receptions, 12 yards, and one touchdown. Hey, we need you to go play special teams. Yeah, I'm there, dude. Cool. Block a punt? Yep, block a punt. He, Dude, he gets to do everything. Like, that would be a job I would sign up for on any day of the week. Like, here, we'll give you just a base run-of-the-mill salary. But we're going to put you on offense, defense, special teams. We're going to do whatever the heck we want with you. All right, cool. I'm there. Like, that's – that that seems so much – like, he's got to be having just such a good time playing special teams, offense, defense, quarterback, running back, receiver. 
Like that is legitimately really cool. Oh my! I he have was, to say, he was the MVP of that game. Well, he was. He no, had two touchdowns and a blocked punt. No doubt, he should have. They should have let him throw for a a touchdown. I'll get the trifecta. That would have been the first trifecta in almost two decades. I was I was going to ask if there was anybody who had ever done that. Last guy was uh, LT in like 2004, they said. Well, then there probably wouldn't have been anybody who had a rushing. You you yawning? I did yawn. (laughs) Sorry, man. Hey, two days ago was a 5 a.m. get up. Today was a um, 5... 5.30, 5.30, get up. I'm pouring my heart and soul out for this podcast, and you're yawning. <laughs> well, you're boring to listen to. Um, the If you want... think that, then what do the fans think? <laughs> there probably wasn't anybody who had ever uh, had a trifecta and a blocked punt. Oh, gosh, no. There's no way. So, so it's like, that would have been, been one for the history books. That game was not one for the history books, as it was... Kind of a dud. Atlanta, I mean, it ended up Atlanta being close, so but... bad. On that Taysom Hill uh, running touchdown, which he took it out of the, like, pretty much Wildcat, and it was a designed run for him. Yeah. Atlanta wasn't even set in the ball <laughs> set. They, they looked like a high school team not ready to play. No, they they were they were all out of whack that entire oh, game. Oh, my gosh. That poor uh, D-tackle... What's his name? Something Grady. He was playing his heart out. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, um, right now with uh, with New Orleans is that they um, they clinched they clinched the division with that um, with that win. The first, they're the first ones in. I think so. Yeah. So, and 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 what is such a stacked NFC um, that they're really the only division. Besides the NFC East, like the NFC West is crazy with the 49ers and the Seahawks, and then don't even get us started on the on the North with the Packers, Vikings, and Bears, and Lions who are better than their record says they are. If, they, um, if Matt Stafford was healthy, they would have had a couple more wins. Well, hey, you know what? They didn't need. They almost didn't need Matt Stafford because David Blau. Holy moly! Did you watch him? He's a stud early. Oh my gosh. First pass, first career pass, 75-yard touchdown. Like, how would you like to get your career started off like that? Is, is Chicago playing defense this year? Well, their offense is just never on the field. I think their defense is completely negated from, like, any mistakes because their offense is just so inept. It's like the coaching staff knows it's this, this year's a dud. The defense knows this year's a dud. Only Mitch Trubisky Hasn't figured out this year's a dud. Yeah. Now, to his credit, he did have a pretty good game. 29, uh, 29 completions for 30 uh, – 29 completions on 38 passes, 338 yards, three touchdowns, did throw a pick. They did get the win, which I immediately texted your girlfriend after and said, um, yeah, uh, can you tell the Bears to uh, stop winning, please? Because the um, the Raiders uh, really need them to uh, to lose. Why? Because we have their draft pick this year, still. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I was. I told her I was like, "Look, they can be good next year. They can win the Super Bowl next year. I don't care. They just need to suck for the rest of this year." 
and they ended up getting a win. So it was like, okay, well, thanks, Look, guys. Looking back, who won that trade? I think the Raiders did. Because they had – they got – they didn't get Farrell with their pick. Who did they pick up with the Bears pick? Might have been Jacobs. It would have been Jacobs or Abrams. And then they got a second rounder, right? Something like that, yeah. I mean, you think about the the class that the Raiders drafted this year. Studs. All They're three out. of them. All yeah. three of them studs. Well, and and uh, I mean, you got Jacobs, Farrell, Abrams, who hasn't even who got hurt the very first game of this year, but he, in that game he was he was all over the field, and now, then they got every, a surprise. Every with Max single Crosby. person around the league is saying that Jonathan Abrams is a stud. Yeah, like you you got you got Abrams, who's going to be a stud. You have Renfro, who got hurt this year, and man, he was playing so well too. Um, Crosby, who turned out to be a surprise. Farrell, who's played well. Josh Jacobs, who very well may be the offensive rookie of the year. Um, it just they they drafted so well this year, um, which was so great to see for a first time general man- manager in Mike Mayock. You would expect, and, and he picked up Darren Waller too. Yeah, and he got Waller. Like they're and they have the draft pick coming back this year from the Bears, so they're they're set up. Regardless of whatever they do the rest of the season, they're setting themselves up nicely for um, for Vegas. For Vegas. <laughs> for Vegas. All right. Hey, so talk about talk about the biggest game of the night. The Bills and the Cowboys. So so we know who Dallas is now, right? I think so. They are the definition of an average team. Mm-hmm. They're better than bad teams, but they're not good enough to be good teams. Yeah, and they're sitting at in the the definition of an average record. They're six and six. They're right at five hundred. Are they gonna finish eight and eight? <laughs> they might. And they might even win the division at eight and eight, which is such a sad thing to say. Philly Philly needs to get it together. Well Philly has um Philly actually <laughs> Philly has a chance actually to rattle off some games here depending uh, okay, so let let's compare their schedules real quick. Cause so the Eagles right now their next three weeks, okay? Dolphins, Eagles, Eagles, Dolphins, <laughs> Giants. They have an inner squad scrimmage. <laughs> well, actually, even their their next five games are not that are not that bad for them. It it really. So it's going to be the Dolphins, Giants, Redskins, Cowboys, Giants. And so that that Dallas games. game is in Philly. Yeah. Oh, they they should win out. And one of their one of their uh, games against the Giants obviously is at home. Um, now they're on the road against Washington and Miami. Doesn't matter. But I don't. Yeah, I don't think that matters. I think they'll get that Washington and that Miami game. They should get both of those Giants games, and they're at home against the Cowboys. So it's like they're set up, actually, surprisingly well. Who does Dallas have left? Let's see. It's not letting me click on their schedule. Okay, here we go. Uh, they only have four games left. So they have the Bears. Do they still have a bye? Mm. Oh, because they just played this last... Never mind. The Thanksgiving Never mind. Never mind. Um, So they have the Bears <clears throat> in Chicago. Oh, that's a Thursday night game. Do the Bears have a winning record? The Bears, I think, are 6-6 six and six as well. Uh, that, I mean, Dallas can still win that one. <clears throat> That, that, that yeah, that's not out of the question. Never mind. 
Yeah, if the Bears were uh, seven and five. Oh, it'd be over. It'd be yeah. It wouldn't even be close. The score would right now the score is up in the air, but if it, they were seven and five, it'd be like fifty to zero. So the last team to make the playoffs without beating a team with a winning record was the two thousand ten Kansas City Chiefs. Well, it's it's a pretty uh, pretty hard thing to do. <laughs> it, it's like impossible. I'm surprised the uh, the um, well the last couple. Of- Within like the last ten years, there's been seven to nine teams to make it. The Seattle Seahawks, uh, probably like 2009. Seattle Seahawks made it at seven and nine. Yeah, I'm surprised that they didn't make it without beating a a team with a winning record. And the um, it was probably the I think the Titans. Um, a couple a couple years after made it at seven and nine. Sounds about right, and they they even beat teams with winning records. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do. It is you have to get a very favorable schedule, and that's exactly oh, what Dallas sure. has gotten. Well, so their next two games are are toss ups because they're they're playing in Chicago, okay, and then they're at home, but they're playing against the Rams, who are also hit and miss. Then they have the Eagles on the road, and then they're at home to Washington. So it's like I could see them losing three of those games. I can't too. Re- realistically, now will they lose three of those games? Probably not. But the fact that we're even saying that we could easily see them losing those games, I think, is a telltale sign of who they are. And is like I said, we had mentioned this on earlier in the week on on just how big this game was for both teams because it was a chance for the Bills. To go out and be like, okay, look, we know we really haven't played an extremely tough schedule. So we're going to go beat up the Cowboys and show you guys that, yeah, we're actually pretty good. And to their credit, the Bills are actually pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the Bills a lot differently uh, today than I was mm-hmm. going into it. We agreed. I think we both agreed that Dallas was the better team uh, without – Look, like looking at their records and everything, but Dallas has on paper you would you would say that yeah. But Buffalo dominated them. Mm-hmm. Now we knew their defense was good. We knew I they had a good defense. Good. Oh yeah, no, their defense has been playing really well this year. Their their it was it was their offense and and Josh Allen who it was like who <laughs> over the past like four or five games has played really well. He started the season. Terribly, I think he was. Through, I think through. I don't know if it was through five or through four games, but I think he had five touchdowns and like ten or ten interceptions. And then in like the last, uh, the second half of uh, this season so far, he's thrown for like eleven touchdowns and two interceptions. Yeah. So he completely turned, uh, flipped the script. And Frank Gore is going to be uh, the year twenty sixty four is going to roll around, and Frank Gore is still going to be in the NFL getting three yards a carry. He's trying. To, he's trying to lead the league in uh, in rushing yards all time. All time, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, keep doing what you're doing, Frank Gore. Oh, I know. You deserve it. Yeah. Um. So i i think I think we were right in saying. That that was the biggest game of the day, just for both for not only 
not only for both teams, but just as a, I don't know, as for the playoffs too. Like I think the Bills have definitely cemented themselves as a wild card team. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to catch them. And if you're, if you're the Houston's or Kansas City even of the world, you don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to play Buffalo. That's, do you think? Well, okay. So I'll ask you this right now. Though. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think Buffalo would beat Kansas City and the Texans? Um, I think Houston would have major troubles with that D line. Yes, hundred percent. More so, uh, Kansas City. I feel like would be more equipped to beat Buffalo. Okay, that's what I was thinking too. Just because they have the firepower, but I think Houston would be primed to get upset by Buffalo for sure if they were to play each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. That's what I'd say. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, so. Going into uh, going into this week, you and I had picked on nine different games, nine different games, and I'm up one zero. Um, so we'll see how the rest of the uh, rest of the week shakes out. <laughs> um, just we'll give everybody a recap, and I'll give you a recap. So just what, just so you know what we're kind of what the the landscape is right now. We're different on the Ravens 49ers game, Steelers Browns. Bucks, Jaguars, Rams, Cardinals, Raiders, Chiefs, Patriots, Texans, uh, Seahawks, and Minnesota, and Broncos, Chargers. It's damn near all the games left. <laughs> yeah. So we're the only ones that we didn't flip on were the Packers, Giants, and the uh, uh, da, 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 Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, Bengals. Seems about right. Um, and uh, Redskins, Panthers. I don't think we flipped on either. So, because I think we both went Panthers on that one. I don't think it would have made any sense to go with the Redskins. So, I, I trust our analysis enough to not go back and listen. <laughs> <laughs> but let's be truthful: we never go back and listen. So, <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah, not really. Um, so that's really the the major bulk of what's been going on in the world of uh, sports. I know one subject that we really haven't covered that much. And I think it's just due to a lack of like Sam and I know the NFL really well. We know the NBA really well. Um, I don't know college football that well. I've been paying to it, paying attention to it more recently just because it's getting closer to the playoffs. Um, But my in-depth knowledge of all the teams in the college football playoffs are, I mean, college football playoffs, just in college football um, is, is very minimal. And that's not where Sam has sort of made his expertise, I should say. What you mean? Um, not to say, well, you know more about the NFL and NBA than you do college. Like, let's just, Yo, just speak for yourself, man. <laughs> okay, fine. I will. Um, Oregon sucks. Hey, and they're hot, uh, how does it feel to be completely uh, completely out of the playoffs? Hot take, no, hot take right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oregon, Oregon's losing the Civil War game. Oh yeah, yeah. To Oregon State. <laughs> Oregon State's actually legit. This well, I, I, legit is a. They're second in the Pac-12 North, which is crazy. 
they've been a bottom feeder for the last 10 years. Well, so let me ask you, did, did you watch the Oregon Arizona state game? Uh, no, I was working. Oh, well, I was following it, uh, in the fourth quarter when they finally let Justin Herbert throw the ball. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you like what you thought of that game. Oh, it just shows the ineptitude of our freaking coaching staff. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're dumb. Well, how so you got one of the best quarterbacks in college football and you're going to keep running the ball. Well, then maybe they had faith in their run game. Yeah, how'd that work, Jason? Huh? Lose, lose well, to 5-5 five and five Arizona State. Hey, you know what? And what do they do? As soon as they decide to throw it, they score 21 points in one quarter. Oh, <laughs> money. They were buttering up. I was watching the, uh, the play-by-play. It was 15 yards here, 20 yards here, 15 yards here. Oh, touchdown. And I was like, oh, that, that was easy. Tell you what, you know a game I'm uh, super excited for tomorrow? Uh, totally going to watch that Ohio State-Michigan State, yeah. game. Oh, that's going to be fun. That is going to be Who fun. you got? I still think Ohio State wins that game. Yeah, Michigan's not. You, every time you bet on Michigan, they let you down. I don't know. Well, and Ohio State just over the past, I mean, just even this season, like they're – I feel like they're kind of like the uh, – you're yawning now too. Um, yeah, I'm looking at uh, this Utah team and their trash. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I mean, Ohio State has kind of been like what the Ravens have been. They've just been a, a, a buzzsaw to teams. They've put up 70 points or more twice this year. So who you got – Twice. Who you got – the first three teams I think are locked. Wait, hang on. Let me give you their scores, the the amount of points that they've scored in their games this year. You ready? Sure. 45, 42, 51, 76, 48, 34, 52, 38, 73, 56. Oh, they were finally in the 20s. And then that's it. Was that against that's Penn it. State? Yeah. Their only challenge of the year so far. Well, they played Wisconsin, didn't they? Yeah, and it was thirty-eight to seven. It was not a challenge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they've just they've been a buzzsaw to teams this year. Yeah, I say it's pretty good. Do you like them over LSU? Do you like them being put over LSU? No, probably not. No, probably not. That's crazy. After last week, how do they jump over LSU? Well, LSU's got a pretty good resume, too. Yeah, they beat the number one team in the nation. Yeah, and that's way more – they've got more to uh, to latch on to in terms of an argument just because of that Alabama game. And they've beaten – And they beat Auburn. Auburn. And, and they beat Florida, who was ranked number eight. They're, um, they're 11. At the time. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, at the time. So they've beaten – they have more of a resume than Ohio State. So I don't, I don't know I don't know why they're they're not ahead of Ohio State. That doesn't make no, any it sense. Make Even any just sense. from just from somebody who just casually watches it, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's crazy that you can beat a number one Alabama and still not be number one in the college football playoff. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't know, like, because, I don't know. So, okay, so I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot right yeah, here. So. so you're on the college football committee. Right. What is, what are you looking for in order to put a, a team at one? Are you looking for who they've beat, the quality of their wins, their resume as a whole, for the wow factor? Like, what are you looking for? For number one. You look for, um, a, like quality of the whole team. So you have you can have a clear picture of who you think position by position is the number one team. So that's why Alabama mm-hmm. was number one for so long because everyone just thought from the first week they had the best roster in college football, mm-hmm. right? Then I think that's what you judge first. Then you judge quality of wins. Well, no, you judge dominance in wins. Because you can only play who you play on your schedule, right? They make these schedules five years in advance. So you can't determine, like, who you're playing this year is that crazy. Or you're... So are you saying... Are you saying, because I don't mean to cut you off, but I just want to specify. So are you saying that, like, because you said dominance in a win. So are you saying that, like, Ohio State beating Northwestern 52-3 to is more impressive than LSU winning 42-28 to over number eight ranked Florida? Just because Ohio State thumped them? No, like you got to take those... So I would I would compare you can't compare LSU's win over a top ten team to an unranked team that Ohio State beat, right? So you would take like Ohio State's win over Northwestern versus some game that OS LSU played against some random team, whatever. Right? Georgia Southern Eagles. Sure. Fifty five to fifty five to sure. three. You take that. And then you, you obviously watch those games and the score doesn't paint the whole picture of how dominant a team can play, right? Yeah. And then you take Ohio State's just absolutely destroys Wisconsin, who at the time college football had as very high, which I don't remember if you can even look that up, what they were. They were in the top 10. And on which one? For Wisconsin. When Ohio State when Ohio State beat Wisconsin, uh, they were thirteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Well, okay. So here's here's the thing. I think if it were if it were me, I'm the very first thing I'm looking at is just, just what we've been looking at for, or at least what I've been looking at for justifying power rankings in the NFL is your collective resume. That's not what, but that's not what the college football committee does obviously because if they had that then Clemson would not be in the top four well just I mean yeah you're right and I think the roster has to come into it but roster I mean, at the same time makes up most of it roster would absolutely but I think I think in the sense I don't know at least for me it's like you no no you're Jason you're totally right in thinking that I'm just saying that is what is actually going on Oh, well, clearly. Clear, clearly. Because if you have Alabama at five, they have done nothing to deserve to be at five when playing the only big game they've played, they've lost. 
Yeah. So now it was a close game, but they did lose it. They, it wasn't as close as the score suggested. That was a two-score game for most. For most of the game, it was two scores, and then Alabama cut it late. And now they have a backup quarterback in. So yeah. They're, they're yeah. worse. They're a worse team than what they were. Here's the thing. So I'm going to tell you this right now. At least this is just my opinion as somebody who, like I said, who doesn't watch it as much. You're looking at um, uh, LSU's remaining schedule. They have Texas A&M, right? Yeah. Which is, I mean, they're game. unranked. Yeah, they're unranked, but they're 7-4. and four, So, And it's a rivalry game. So I, they'll probably bounce Texas A&M pretty easily. But LSU then next week is going to play Georgia. Yep. Now, I'm imagining Georgia's still going to be in the top four at that time, unless they lose. Unless they lose to Georgia Tech no. tomorrow. Sorry. They, no. w- which they won't. But um, So let's just say everything goes according to plan, and they both win. And LSU plays Georgia, and LSU's at home, by the way, and they beat Georgia. Do they play There's at no... home? Don't they just play at a neutral field? At least according to this, the, this is saying the it's SEC championship. They probably played a neutral field. There's no way that they would give. Probably home they're field. just the way that the way that I'm looking at this schedule that's laid out right but now. But that's because Georgia the, is at LSU. The top, the top seed. Probably. There's but there's no way there's no because this is just the the rank well, doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, if LSU beats Georgia, I don't think there's any way you can. Not have them number one. Oof. Regardless of if Ohio State bounces Michigan by like 50,000 points, I don't think you can – I don't know if you can uh, have an argument against LSU. I don't know if I agree with that, dude. Why would you say that? Because whoever – so Ohio State, they're sitting in the catbird seat, Jason. Do you know what the catbird seat is? Well, they they don't know who their opponent's going to be. They do not. But whoever it is, it's either Wisconsin, who they've destroyed, or Minnesota. Correct. Um. Well, I don't know how the um. Like I said, I I don't know how the the conferences work. The Big Ten seedings. Yeah. So you'd have to you'd have to pull that up. But regardless. Even even if that's the case, even if that's who they end up playing, if they play Wisconsin or Minnesota. Why did they come up with college basketball first? I don't know. Are they dumb? I don't know. But at that point, Minnesota is eighth right now, and Wisconsin's 12. Georgia's four, dude. And LSU would have beaten but a number one ranked Alabama and then a number four ranked Georgia. Ohio State right now. So logically – that makes sense, right? Well, yes. But the committee has already shown they don't care so much about that Alabama win because Ohio State is ahead, correct? Yes. So if Ohio State – Ohio State already has the position of being ahead. If they beat a top-10 Minnesota or a top-10 Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship, I, I kind of think they'd stay ahead. I don't know because you're – I mean, yeah, you're saying that they that they haven't shown that they – it's so weird to say out loud that the committee doesn't necessarily value that Alabama win the way that they should. But 
then it would even if that's the case, even if that's the case, and it wasn't enough yeah, to, gonna, to validate to the, validate uh, them. They play the winner of Minnesota Wisconsin. Okay, so we got that uh, straightened out. So even even if um, when it clearly wasn't, so the Alabama win was obviously not enough to keep them at number one. But let's just say hypothetically that LSU is like just a a tick below Ohio State right now. I don't know how a number a win over a number four Georgia for the SEC title doesn't doesn't validate you as number one. I don't know how that's not that little extra push because they they've already shown that Ohio they think Ohio State is a better team right now. If both teams win out, it's going to stay the same in the committee's minds. You in their minds. LSU beating Georgia doesn't magically make them a better team. They already they've already shown what they think of LSU with these rankings. I don't know. Dang, I should be on the I should be on the committee. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> Has it ever been right? And you, if you and I were on the committee, we'd be we'd be throwing haymakers at each other. Yo, Oregon would have gotten in a couple of these years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving until Oregon's in. <laughs> you, and you, well, you already what's, know what's the uh, line from? You already know who's sitting out, sitting out on number number five there, just waiting. That oh Alabama that team in the Crimson Tide. Ooh. What's that? What's that uh, line from? Uh, like the Wolf of Wall Street. You'd be you'd be freaking you'd be Leo as he's a. Uh, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to oh, Never mind. Never mind. Did you see The Wolf of Wall Street? I did. Great movie. That, movie. that movie's insane. <laughs> it is so over the top in like every single way possible. Favorite scene from that movie, though, is when he... Uh... Any scene that Margot Robbie's in? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> the, uh... Remember when they take the, uh... Him and Jonah Hill take the uh, those pills that were like a hundred years old or something is like it, that. Is it when he tries to drive home? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on the stairs, and he's just like rolling around. the The reason why that scene is so good is because they let it play out. Yeah. And it ended up being like almost like a ten minute scene. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he just completely sold out for that part. I just he didn't that that he didn't win an Oscar oh, for that. I know, I know, but hey, he got it for the revenant, which he totally deserved. The man had to fight a bear and eat raw meat to get an Oscar, and actually get inside that freezing ice river during the scene where he crawls in when he's running away from the Native Americans. Hey, the abuse, big ups, Leo, big ups. <laughs> the abuse. <laughs> I just got to uh-huh. – so do you think it's going to finish whatever you think it is, LSU, Ohio State, one or two, and then it's going to be Clemson, and then who's your fourth? I mean <laughs> – well, the, the the chaos scenario is if Georgia beats LSU. Well, then it just stays the same. Because then at that point, I think Georgia would jump – To um, two or one. And then LSU would just swap with 
Do you think LSU would? They wouldn't drop out. Drop, no, I don't. I because Alabama because they beat Alabama. Yeah. And whatever Oklahoma does or uh, Utah does, Utah's not making it. Sorry, Utah. Uh, whatever Baylor does, whoever wins the Big Twelve, it doesn't matter. So, what do you think happens if Michigan wins tomorrow? Whoo! If Michigan wins, uh, Ohio State still makes it. You think? Yeah, because they ha- they'd still be in line to be in the Big Ten Championship, and then they can win the Big Ten Championship and get in at four. I think they would get in over Alabama for sure. Well, so well, that would be really interesting to see what happens if Michigan wins tomorrow. It's in this- Ann Arbor, right? I can probably just look. Yeah, I would do that. Really yeah, it's in. It's at Michigan. Okay, that's, that's well, pretty cool. I kind of want to see that. <laughs> well, what time's the game? Nine a.m. I think. Yeah. Whoo! Bright early in the morning. It is cloudy, thirty-five degrees. Perfect football weather. Ohio State's a nine-point favorite. Well, they've been putting up like 70,000 points. Isn't Michigan supposed to have a defense? Ohio State's been uh, scoring almost 50 points a game. Really? Yeah, 49.4. So, <laughs> that would be really interesting to see what to see what would happen if Michigan wins. I I don't think this top 4 is changing a whole lot. It's going to be the top three, and then I Alabama sliding in for me. It's going to happen, and then they're going to end up winning. <laughs> Alabama s- sliding in for you? Uh-huh. That's kind of rough. They're not going to win, though. That Okay, so I'm looking at the uh, the games, and you have Clemson, Ohio State, and Georgia. They're all playing at 9 o'clock tomorrow. Who did that? I don't know, but they're all playing at night. Well, these games don't matter. As I mean, the Ohio State game matters a lot, but the Clemson and Georgia game doesn't really. Still, but to have, you'd think they'd want to space those teams out. It's championship weekend that really matters. Yeah, but, I mean, just in terms of viewership, people bouncing back and forth. I don't know why the Ohio, the Ohio State-Michigan game isn't like a primetime game. It's crazy. The the five PM game is Oklahoma Oklahoma State. When does Alabama Auburn play? Twelve thirty. What a weird times. Twelve thirty. I mean Alabama Auburn. That'll be a good game too. Oh, that'll be huge. The Iron Bowl. Yeah, and then ranked. Oregon 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 State is at one. Let's go Ducks. LSU plays at four, so LSU is at night. Um, but that that's so weird. I don't know. I mean, on paper, wouldn't you want to see Ohio State, Michigan at prime time instead of Oklahoma, Oklahoma State? Yep. Or the Iron Bowl. That's so weird. I don't know. Maybe we should be in charge of. You know, we we had a title a little while ago. Maybe we should run the. Maybe we should be in charge of the Kings. Maybe we should be in charge of college football scheduling. Because I think we would have made um, a much more uh, logistically speaking. Better slate of a uh, timed games. Well, it's you gotta you gotta set it up with the TV channels and 
everything, run it by them, make sure the time slots work. It's it's probably harder than it looks. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not buying it. Nope. Not for a second. All right, so that was, our, uh, that was our college football. We did, dude, we, congratulations. We got through a college football segment. I think we actually sounded somewhat knowledgeable. Tune in uh, in two weeks when the final. None of what none of what we said happened. No, I'm a, I'm a college football <laughs> expert. Just gotta say, really playing a uh, hard and loose with the term expert there. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is. Okay then. So we will awkwardly transition away from sports. Uh, we originally started as a. At least the idea was to be a sports and entertainment podcast. Yeah, we've, a little really, we've really uh, took a nosedive into sports um, and uh, haven't done a ton of entertainment. Oh, the reason why dude, the, I didn't tell my story. Oh, well, we can, we can tell the story. Just give me one sec to recap. No, no, I don't want to. Why not? So, so Wednesday night. Oh, I thought you were gonna. St- I thought you were saying not to tell your story. I was like, "Why no, not?" No, no. On Wednesday night, I uh, drove to Portland for for Thanksgiving, right? Okay. And I went to a Trailblazers Thunder game, mm. and it was the first time I've seen Carmelo Anthony live. Okay. He looks really good. I think he's averaging twenty two points over the last three games. He looks. New York Knicks mellow. <laughs> they just throw it down to him in the in the block on like they get a mismatch like a guard on him and he just goes to work. And every mid range shot he puts up is money. He's a great score. Those, always has those fall away fadeaways. He just it's just wet, and he's getting right. he's spinning out of the post and getting up for dunks and it's like what the heck he's challenging. Uh, Steven Adams at the rim. Yeah. Lamps. It's it's really cool to see him. Like, as I'm not a fan of either of those teams or I haven't really been a fan of Carmelo his whole career, but it's just cool to see him, like, show that he still has it, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. For sure. No, it's it, it was really cool to see. And it was his first game in uh, Portland, and they already love him. They already <laughs> – like, he's only played four or five games for them, and they already – think of him as their own which is really cool Clyde Drexler <laughs> well Clyde yeah yeah no, he was the only uh besides Dame and like CJ he was the only like big trailblazer I could think of off the top of my head oh big Greg Oden right <laughs> <laughs> big in stature <laughs> he had a great career <laughs> such a shame awkward such a shame uh, yeah, such a shame. What was, the, what was I going to say? Oh, but like sitting at a game where I have no connection to either team is so cool. I was just talking talking shit the whole time. Did you go with anybody? Yeah, I went with uh, my friend who's a Portland fan, and I went with uh, Bryson who's a Laker fan. Now, I've I know we've had this conversation, you and I, probably off the podcast, but in terms of going to see uh, like a movie on your own, like I, I go and see. No, I would not go to an NBA game. And watch yeah, that's what I'm. At. Yeah, that I, that would be my line. I don't. Th- I don't think I would ever go to a sporting like, event. Like, who do you myself. cheer with? I I don't know. Like you're like, yay! Oh, okay, I'll sit back down. 
Uh, now, if it was if it was like a playoff game or a Super Bowl, oh, that that's different though. I'm di- like if somebody was like, "Hey, I have one play, I have one ticket to the Kings game, in a playoff game." It's like a nosebleed seat. It's like I don't care. I'm gonna go by myself. I'd honestly like Facetime you or Ben or something like that. Yeah, and just watch it like that. You gotta share sports is something you need to share with people. That's the whole point mm-hmm. of this podcast. You need to talk it out and because if something cool happens in sports, is it really cool if you don't get to talk about it? Well, that's why tailgating at Raider games is so much fun because I don't know how often you've – I mean, you've been to professional uh, sports games before and you've been to NFL games before, but I don't know how often you've tailgated. Um, and well, I was doing it on the freeway earlier today, so – Oh yeah, yeah. Black Friday. Yeah, there's this. No, I was driving from Portland to uh, Eugene on the freeway. Oh, gotcha. Down I five. Gross. It was, a, it was a scary drive. Like, I was half asleep that drive. It was hard <laughs> to keep my eyes open, honestly. Well, that's never good. I was like swerving into the uh, almost to the median. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> I got into my truck this morning to go to work. And I uh, turned on the truck and realized that there was a little bit of ice in my windshield, and then I couldn't see. But I was already a couple feet down the road, so I was yeah, like, "All right, yeah. well, I guess I'm, I'm, guess I'm committed." So I rolled down the window and stuck my head out the window. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. If I get off work and my windshields are frozen, I'm not sitting there for thirty minutes letting that defrost. I'm leaving. I just need to keep a towel in my truck so I can just throw it over. Yeah, for sure. I always forget to do that. It's the dumbest thing. It's the easiest fix in the world, and I always forget. But whatever. Um, no, but that's what I was saying about the the tailgating at the Raider games. Like that's what's so fun, just being around all those fans. Like you get random people. Like we weren't even tailgating at this last Raider game. We were just kind of sitting uh, in sort of at the back of the truck for a little bit, and we had like four or five different families. Like, hey, you guys want some food? You guys want a drink? You guys good? Aww. Yeah. Like no, but like, but every everywhere you go, like every lane you go down, somebody's like, "Hey, you want some food? You want a drink? You want to hang out with it?" Like every everybody is just like, "Yeah, hey man, like we're all here to watch the Raiders. Like you guys want like literally anything." Is there? It's the coolest. Is thing. there any happier time for a sports fan? Oh, I gotta reword this. Other than like winning a championship, is there any? Is there other a happier time than? Before the first game of the season? Oh, I don't think so. Probably not. Where every fan base is hopeful and happy? Yeah. I don't think there's any time like that. Like, when you go to a game and everyone's like, oh, yeah, we got this today, blah, blah, blah. We're going to win. Like, Well, like, how excited do you get for, like, week one of the NFL season? Like, you haven't seen your team play in so long. And then it's just like, boom, week one's here. I'm going to be – I am uh, nervously excited for next year's uh, college football season. Oh, yeah. First year that I've been at Oregon, we won't have Justin Herbert. It's going to be weird. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see what you guys do. I'm held to a, uh, a higher standard of quarterbacking. I'm, you, may, you may plummet. I'm expecting it. <laughs> Well, was he, um, did he replace Mariota? No. 
Okay, I didn't think so. I felt like Mariota was older than that, but then at the same time, I was I wasn't sure because I didn't know how long Herbert had been there. So, well, it's his senior year. Again, I don't know Herbert, so you don't. I know his name. <laughs> when he goes to, the, I know he's uh, a stud. <laughs> when he goes to, dang, have you ever passed by him before? Um, I saw him half naked in a. Uh, like in a pool doing some, uh, I don't know, treatment or something like that. The dude's yoked. <laughs> That's going to be the title of the show. I saw him half naked in a pool. Well, I was, I was doing like my concussion test and I like looked in a mirror and saw his reflection. I was like, what the hell? That's Justin Herbert. So not only did you see him half naked in a pool, but you stared at him through a whoa, mirror. Whoa, 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 whoa. Half naked in a stared? pool. <laughs> Glanced. Glanced? In order to recognize somebody through a it's, mirror in a pool, you have to. It was Justin Herbert. Are you kidding me? Because well, you stared He's at him. He's the face of Oregon. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't gosh. take a lot <laughs> to see him. You weren't right next to the pool. Bro, it wasn't that far away. Oh my gosh! You were staring at Justin Herbert's butt. Uh, he was turned face to me. Man, you were man st- had a damn near eight pack. <laughs> I don't know if he was like, uh, like on a smoothie diet or something. He was juicing or something, but <laughs> damn, he looked he looked pretty fucking good. So we've uh, now in two uh, in two episodes of the show we've talked about uh, the gorgeousness of Jimmy G and now um, Justin Herbert. Yo, game game just recognizes game, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, Oregon! We deserve a sponsor for this for talking about your guy. Oh, he's a stud. He needs to go top five. Top five. Every drafting? team. Every. Cincinnati, Carolina, Miami. Uh, who else needs a quarterback? Um, uh, Tennessee. Tampa. Indianapolis. Oh, Tampa's a pretty good one, too. Um, Washington. All those teams. If you pass up on Justin Herbert, man, you're going to be sorry. You're a loss. He's going to be the best quarterback out of this draft, no doubt. Come back to haunt you. Um, well, we had said we were going to transition into some entertainment. That was about 10 minutes ago. So you want to try it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, like I, like I had said before, we had sort of, at least the idea at the beginning was to be a sports and entertainment podcast, but, uh, we, that really sort of didn't happen. So you guys didn't really respond well to the entertainment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's every, it's all of your fault pretty much. Oh, yeah. You all liked the sports. You didn't like the entertainment. We listened to you, and now we're not going to listen to you for at least the last couple minutes of this episode. Um, because uh, we like movies, and uh, damn it, we don't talk about movies enough. So we're going to talk about uh, movies and uh, some TV shows real quick. Um, I don't really have a place that I need to start, but I guess the uh, the most one of the most prevalent things going on right now is the uh, the Mandalorian. TV show, Mandalorian, which I know you haven't uh, you haven't gotten a chance to watch. I it, watched right? the uh, first five minutes of the first episode. 
Okay, there we go. I know exactly what's happening. Right. Um, And by now, everybody's heard about Baby Yoda, obviously. Baby Yoda's, like, taking over the the world, it seems like. Uh, For those of you who haven't seen the show, it's actually established in... So two, two maybe, two. I think two. Doesn't really matter that he's uh, he's fifty years old. So despite being Spoilers. a baby, that doesn't do anything. <laughs> he's he's um he's uh he's fifty um yeah. in in this. So is it inappropriate to call one of the most powerful Jedi masters cute? Yeah, it felt weird, but he kind of is. Like he goes <laughs> he goes toe to toe with. A Sith Lord. Yeah, and whales on him. And he's he's adorable. Yeah, I guess so. He uh he likes to eat frogs. So. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, and he makes the weirdest thing for me was like not seeing him in baby form, but hearing like actual baby noises come out of Yoda. I was like, that just doesn't seem Why is right. it? This is my question. Why does it have to be Yoda? Why can't it just be one of Yoda's species in the Mandalorian? Well, so I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody, but like Yoda is going to play a bigger role in this somehow, Uh some way. We don't, we don't know how we just know that there are like, so like the basic, this isn't going to spoil anything for anybody. The basic premise of the show is obviously the Mandalorian is a bounty hunter. Yeah. Right. Well, he got sent on a bounty because some shady trader, some shady, I don't know, contractor gave him a contract, said, hey, go get this, uh, go get this person for me. He obviously didn't know who the person was. It was just basically an item shows up. It's Yoda. And then um, there was a whole back and forth between whether he was going to give Yoda up or, or keep him. I won't tell you what he ended up doing, but um, so Yoda's going to play a bigger role in this because somebody is looking for him and like really, really wants him. Yeah, uh, we don't know why yet. Um, so he's going to end up playing a bigger role in this somehow. Um, if but, is there one person on Earth today that you would send out a bounty for? Send out a bounty for? <laughs> uh, no. I, I can't think of anybody who I dislike that much. Oh. Why? Why do you have somebody in yeah, mind? Yeah, give me a sec. I'll find. Some, I'll. I'll think of something funny. You'll think of some. <laughs> <laughs> like as a joke or like serious. I mean, I think the Mandalorian. From what I saw, he's pretty all serious. I don't think he does he's... like bachelor bachelorette parties or anything. <laughs> or like he's kids' a... birthdays. He's all business for the most part. Yeah. He's all business. I actually, um, he doesn't, I think what they're trying to establish with him is that he's not very good socially. And I actually kind of like that. Well, how good can he be socially growing up in a, with a mask? Well, yeah. Do you know the so stories of the Mandalorians? Well, I've, I've learned about it as watching the show. Like they were, so. a, they were a race. Um, and had their own yeah. planet, and they all dressed up like that and stuff. Well, okay, then they've sort of taken a different, a little bit of a different spin on it. Um, well, that's how uh, Nice Little Old Republic had it. 
Well, because Pedro, his character was taken in by the Mandalorians as a kid. Well, they went. I think they went planet to planet, and like they were conquerors. I think. Yeah. So he got take. He got taken in. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I don't think I don't so. think they had any women uh, Mandalorians. There, there's a female in this uh, show. Really? Yeah, she's um, she makes like armor, but huh. she's got some sick armor, by the way. Um, but uh, there, there has been a female Mandalorian voice. Huh. Yeah. Look at the Mandalorians being all progressive, right? <laughs> Um, but it's pretty good so far. Episode one, two, and three, I really liked. Four was, I don't know. Four felt really cheesy get to me. Yeah. Well, it started off so good. And is there any? Uh, it started off so well. Is there any lightsabers? Has there been a lightsaber yet? No, there is not. It's not really. I don't know how you feel, but I, I felt this with um, with Solo and Rogue One. If there's not a lightsaber, does it feel? Star Warsy to me, like it could be any sci-fi thing. It feels Star Warsy because there's there's stuff from there's a bunch of stuff that we've come to know and and see um, from Star Wars movie, like um, from Star Wars movies. Like there was there was actually a scene with the Force um, in in one of the in one of the episodes. Oh, really? How is he looking? Um, how was who looking? The Force. The Force? <laughs> he was looking uh, invisible like normal. A little, little heavy. <laughs> yeah. A uh, little young at this point. <laughs> um, huh. I, uh, I won't, like I said, I won't tell you who, who, who did it or anything because that'll spoil some stuff. Um, the, uh, there was, I think this was in the trailer, um, those little, um, Gosh, I don't know what they're called. Little species. They're like only like a foot tall. They have like glowing eyes, black um, mass. They ride around in the desert on this giant. Um, oh, they're like oh, scavengers. They're Ewoks? No, no, yeah, no, but no, they're no, not no, Ewoks. No, they're not. That's so bad, Sam. Oh, that's so bad. Yeah, they're not. They're not the sand people either. They're the um, they got the hoods. Yeah, yeah. and they're really tiny. And they they bought C- or they uh, sold. 3PO and R2 in the beginning. Uh, what are the, Jawas. Oh. Yes! Oh. Man, dude, how did we not... Yeah, they're in it, and they're big they're so rolling... Um, they're mean. <laughs> and their big, uh, their big rolling um, home thing is in it, so that was all recognizable. Oh, their, their mobile home? Yeah. Their RV? Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a pretty cool monster fight um so is it on it's tatooine at all it didn't uh no so that no it's not on tatooine was are on another planet yeah i believe how so. many sand planets are we gonna have i don't know <laughs> we haven't been to a snow planet so yet so if you went- oh that's not true <laughs> It starts in the, on a snow planet. Yeah, that's not true. Well, I guess I didn't really take into account the fact that they started there in terms of visiting planets. They go to they yeah, go that, to a snow planet. No, they have not gone gone to a snow planet. They visited a snow planet. They were just in a forest one on this one. So, so I think this is this is a natural transition into uh, 
the last Star Wars movie. Oh, I have something great. Little nugget on that. Go ahead. It better. This this whole the trailer and they're on a sand planet. That better not be a new one. That better be Tatooine. You'd hope so. It better ends where it started. That'd be that'd be nice. No, it has to. Did you see the trailer? Did you see the little thirty second? Uh, yeah, where the clip? stormtroopers. Oh, we found them. Blah blah blah, and then they're like shooting at them. On yeah, and then they're like they fly now. That was pretty cool. That was hilarious. It was like they fly now. Oh, I was like, and, and all three of them saying, "I was like, that is was, Finn that was the most funny. useless character in Star Wars ever?" So far, so far, yeah. So the, he's supposed to have a bigger John, role. But... John Boyega had was on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and mm-hmm. Jimmy was like, "Oh, isn't it weird? Like how people dress up like you for Halloween?" And in my head, I was like, "Who the hell is dressing up like Finn from Star Wars?" Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what what are you, little Jimmy? I'm I'm Finn. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> what are you? Oh, I'm a, I'm a defected uh, stormtrooper, and I kind of help sometimes. It's like what? What what kid grows up with Finn as their role model? I honestly loved him in the first movie. He didn't do jack squat in the second movie. He was portrayed like he was going to be a main character. In the first, yeah, and then and, and Ray just totally took over. And then the second, they were like, "Oh, I mean, I guess Finn can be in this movie. Let's uh, <laughs> let's make let's make up something for him to do." Honestly, honestly, Poe is way more useful. Oh, for sure. And I love Oscar Isaac, by the way, as an actor. Yeah, he was great in a uh, X Men Apocalypse. Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Ex Machina? Yes. Didn't we watch that together? No, oh. no, because I had watched that not, not, not even within a year. I don't like the ending I of that say. movie. Freaks me out. It was kind of weird. It was kind of weird. And it, it was a weird movie. It in makes general, me but... confused. Like, do I find robots sexually attractive? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alicia Vikander's got a very pretty face. Wow. Um. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I don't know. I, he, he just the second one, he wasn't, he didn't do anything. The first one, I really liked him in. He, he, he was a good change. Of, I thought he was a good change, of, change of character for Star Wars. Yeah. Like he just seemed different than any other character he wasn't, that we had seen before. He wasn't like a chosen one. He was just some random clone that had uh, morals, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I I enjoyed him in the first one. I think one. he's good representing, like, the audience because he's always the one that needs to catch up on things. <laughs> yes. On, like, plans and what's going on and everything. Like, he's a really good um, explanatory tool for Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and I think they yeah. really used him in the first one for that and not so much in the second one. Yeah. Because um, he's always just clueless. It does seem like that. <laughs> he doesn't like come up with anything on his own. No. And I was so glad that he didn't end up becoming a Jedi. Oh God, no! In the first one, like when the trailers were going, and he had picked up the lightsaber in the trailer, I was like, "Oh man, really? <laughs> like, just make it be Ray. <laughs> don't don't have it be him." <laughs> they need another Jedi, though. I don't want to see 
a Kylo Ren Ray fight again. But have they real? There's really only been like one fight between them. Yeah, it was in the first one. Yeah, it was in the yeah the first one, and then the second one was and Ray kicked his ass without any training. That's true. So what's gonna happen this time? I don't know. He's gonna be more angry. He's gonna be uh, Hulk angry. I don't want to like. It's not fun when there's only two lightsaber wielders in the whole galaxy. You know. Well, now there's going to be three because Palpatine and then that clone Ray or whatever what? the heck that is that we don't even know. Uh, if she, if clone Ray fights, if if I get a Ray on Ray action, I'm, I'd be down for it. <laughs> that would be, that'd be interesting to see. Like, I don't know. <sighs> is it going to be a clone but, or is it a dream? But Palpatine is, he's in a floating chair. Yeah, we're talking. It's going to be interesting to see how he moves. So he's not... He, the dude is older than... If, Yoda. if Baby Yoda was 50 years old, if if, if we uh, yeah, exactly. extrapolate that into Palpatine years, oh my gosh, that dude is... Whoo, he's, he's ancient. He's a freaking sphinx. <laughs> Pretty much. Is that what he is? I don't know. He's he's older than Snoke. Watch him not even be in the movie. Watch him be like a vision. It's Darth Maul. It's a hologram of Darth Maul. That is the main villain. I would much rather see Darth Maul than um, freaking Palpatine. No, 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 no. I'd rather see Darth Maul. But Darth Maul's not like a cunning... Like, Palpatine's always the mastermind. Darth... Darth Maul is not the mastermind. I know. I just want to see a good fight. <laughs> I just want to see a good fight. But you think Palpatine yelling and uh, lunging isn't a good fight? And electrocuting? <laughs> <laughs> With his butt crack forehead? No. No. I wonder if that's... No. Anakin, he's hurting. <laughs> Palpatine, just stop. <laughs> stop your lightning for two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> You are hurting yourself. He's just deflecting <laughs> your lightning into you. <laughs> He's not the Jedi way. Anakin, Anakin, Anakin <laughs> don't you see? He is attacking me. <laughs> he could have just. He should have just walked over, like, dude, just stop. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't take this anymore. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Stop. Mace, Mace Windu was probably like. Damn, he's he's like gonna suffer. He's gonna keep doing this. I'm just gonna put him out of his misery. Like Anakin, is this okay? Like I'm, he's just gonna keep electrocuting himself. Yeah, would it technically be considered murder? It's really just self defense. <laughs> he's like, it's like pulling the plug. Yeah, pretty much at that point. Yeah, that's a great analogy. Yeah. Anakin just couldn't see it like that. Yeah, stupid Anakin. Why did why did Anakin have to like this hand? Mace Windu. Couldn't he have just, uh, like, done the thing where they catch the blade? <laughs> you know, where, like, he uh, blocks it, whatever. I have no idea. You want to know the, the one thing about this movie? Is, and I have a I have a little story about the last... Mace Windu better cool. be in it. That'd be cool, but no. <laughs> um, Lando's in it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. 
but he does. He he'll just be flying. I think he won't be like fighting. Mace would have to be fighting, and Samuel doesn't move like that anymore. They just get um, like a really limber stunt double. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, is Kylo Ren? I do not want to see him become all of a sudden good. Why in the movie? Because we had that with Darth Vader. That's yeah. So it's called parallelism. That's where no. they uh, take ideas. From no, earlier and no, uh... no, no, no. But, but no, it's Ben. No, I, I don't care. It's little baby Ben. <laughs> no, when he he needs to stay back. This is what's gonna happen. He's gonna see Palpatine, uh, lightning, uh, Leia. And kill her, and then he's gonna be all pissy about his mom dying, and he's gonna turn good. No, and then he, no, he needs to stay bad. Then, he killed. He put a lightsaber through Han Solo's chest. Well, he needs to stay. Well, An- bad. Anakin killed a bunch of little kids in the Jedi Temple, and he was. But redeemable. it wasn't his dad. He wasn't redeemable. He stayed bad. He turned into Darth Vader, and then he turned back into Anakin Skywalker when he killed, killed quotations the Emperor. He needs to stay bad. I don't, I don't want. I, do, I don't want to see a good Kylo Ren. I want to see an evil Kylo Ren the entire time. I don't want a good. I don't need the same thing to happen with Darth Vader. Just give me an evil, evil Kylo Ren. That's what I wanted from the very beginning, and so far they've sort of stuck with that. Do you so think? Been... Um, do you think they're going to keep up the whole Ray and Kylo have a connection thing? Like where they a connection. Where I, they I hope it doesn't other. turn into a. I hope it doesn't turn into a romance. Oh, I do. No. Ooh. No, thank you. Kylo, where? Where's your saber? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, guys. What's I'm, that? Ra- I'm writing fan fiction after this. What's the? Uh, what's that line from like Romeo and Juliet? The like. Oh, unsheath your. Your naked weapon, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Oh man! But that had to do with like a sword, so I don't even remember. No, but here it. the maybe <laughs> there's more parallelism for you. Um, the uh, the little tidbit that I had heard on the Last Jedi was there was a um, I don't know what hospital it was. I don't know the kid's name, but there's like this terminally ill fan, like diehard fan of Star Wars, mm-hmm. and they had reached out. And said, like, hey, um, is there any way that we could get a copy of the movie? Because, you know, the the kids, Aww. the hospital, the, the, the hospital was pretty much like, hey, like, it's it's not going well. Yeah. Like, the, I think the line was, like, time is just, it's not on the side right now. Yeah. Three days later, three days later, they got him a copy of the movie. And they were able to get him to watch it. Why did you, why did you, is that sooner than you thought or i know i just yeah i think i think it's awesome how they were able to pretty much make it happen like that because not only did they have the movie but they had like chewy showed up star troopers i mean i mean stormtroopers showed up and they all watched it uh together um and uh so the kid was able to see the movie was was he the only one allowed to see it i think uh in that instance yeah well, I think him and his family and the people who are there. So, hey, uh, Disney, if you guys are listening again, it's us. Um, I am terminally ill. I do not. Oh, I do not have long 
No, I can't joke about that. That's awful. Yeah, um, I was going to say, please, I was really hoping you were. No, no, I can't, I can't joke like that. Um, but I, I, it'd be cool if I could see uh, early, early release of the movie. Why not? Well, I think I, that would be so cool to be like invited to an early screen. Now that we're Disney employees. True, true. We've been loyal. We talked about their show and their movie. Did you hear that uh, John Boyega's copy of the script was actually found by another person? Yeah, like a janitor or something. Oh, I heard it. So this is what John Boyega said it was on the Tonight Show. He apparently had it under his bed, and then he moved and forgot to take it or something like that. So the person that moved into his old apartment found the copy and sold it back to Disney. That's hilarious. Give that guy a raise. But there's no way, because you hear stories all the time that the Avengers don't even get the full script. Yeah, like Robert Downey Jr. was the only one. I think uh, Chris Evans did too. Oh. I think. From an interview that I thought I saw. But they don't even know if they have the, like, right script, you know? Right. Even if that's the case. So, like, there's no way that John Boyega got the full script. And if he did, that means that Finn is in a whole lot of this movie. Yeah. And you th- actually, now that I'm thinking about it, since you call this Disney employees. Yeah. We talked about The Mandalorian. Uh-huh. We talked about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And technically... Technically, Disney owns ESPN, and we've been talking about sports for 27 episodes now. What's your, so what's when your favorite you, show on ESPN? When you think about it, because Disney owns ESPN. So you're just saying ignore us? Ignore what I said? Well, I'm just saying. You didn't let me finish my thought. Okay. But. <laughs> um, my favorite show on ESPN? I don't know. Probably Golik and Wingo. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what? What's your thought? Well, I'm just saying, like we've been technically advertising Disney now for I don't know four months of this podcast. Does that mean we're on ESPN? Uh, dude, I wish. Are we? That'd be great. Let did somebody let us know. Some, <laughs> yeah. Did like did our did it make it on there? I don't. Know. <laughs> Can you imagine if we just woke up one morning? Maybe on the not top ten. Like, listen to these dummies. <laughs> they said that Michigan was going to beat Ohio State. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, I know, but they were just like they were talking about it as a possibility. <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't know what I would do if we woke up one morning and just heard our voices on the radio on ESPN. Uh, I'd show up to work. <laughs> and promptly quit. <laughs> <laughs> you hear this? Yeah, that's me. Resume. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, uh, I uh, I think we're good It'd on be the a two uh... week notice. <laughs> well, no, your your line, your your radio is your resume. Like, yeah, this is me. <laughs> oh, when I go to like. Internship for like the yeah. kings or something. Be like, hey, this is me. Hey, yeah, guys, does this voice sound familiar? 
Yeah. It's, oh, I've just been blowing it up recently. <laughs> I don't even need this job. So. <laughs> Technically, I'm hiring you. <laughs> you actually work for me. <laughs> yeah. The only boss I have is that little mouse with big ears. That's the only <laughs> boss I have. That'd be so cool. That'd be fun. That would be a lot of to fun. To get a, earn a paycheck for this. That'd be cool. That would be. Yeah, we're just doing this out at the... We've just been doing this for like the past two hours, just for fun. <laughs> not not angsty at all, just just for fun. Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. This is all for you guys. And speaking of that, since it is all for you guys, we hope you have enjoyed episode 27 of Nothing to Say, the fans podcast. We were doing well, and we came to a two-minute, uh, last like two minutes of this came to a grinding halt, but that's okay. We're here. We made it. If you stuck with us this long... Again, I don't know what you're doing with your time. I feel like you could spend it more wisely. I think this is the first time in a long time we've actually done two shows in a week. It has been. It has been. Go us. So we're gonna try to get we're gonna try to get back to that though. I mean I've been trying to. Well, it is almost one in the morning right now, so this is part of the reason why we don't do it. We that. do it all for you guys. Yeah, we work hard. I love you. That's what I'm thankful for. For Thanksgiving. It's for all of you. We're thankful for our audience. The handful of you that are still around. I can probably name everyone that's still listening to this. (laughs) 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 Well, regardless, we really appreciate it. We hope you guys had a phenomenal Thanksgiving. And we will see you uh, next Tuesday. So have a wonderful weekend. Hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. And we'll see you then. Thanks, guys.